So, for this session of questions and answers, the first question is, Dear Ajahn, in Ajahn Chah's book, he mentioned that there are two kinds of peace. One, peace developed through samadhi. This type of peace is temporary. One is still disturbed by sense contact. As such, some people who have peace through samadhi choose to live like hermits to avoid sense contacts. Two, peace develops through wisdom. This is permanent. There is no fear of sense contacts. So Lumpurnan responded that this is correct. The uh, temporary type of peacefulness, as mentioned initially, is like a rock placed on grass. So while the rock is on the grass, the grass is suppressed and can't grow. However, when the rock is lifted, then the grass can grow again. So in the same way, this, uh, the suppression of samadhi, how samadhi suppresses the kilesas, the defilements, the defilements are still there. So this is practicing uh, bringing up peace in the mind to be um, free from disturbance of the sense impressions. And there are many different methods to bring the mind to peace in this way. And whatever method one uses when the mind is peaceful, then one should contemplate uh, clinging, contemplate where one is attached, contemplate all materiality and mentality as impermanent, stressful, and not self. And this gives rise to true wisdom. So in the beginning, we have uh, samadhi in this way, like the hermit, hermits mentioned in the question. Um, the freedom here is temporary. And then this type of peacefulness, when it meets with uh, moods or sense impressions, it, then the mind can become chaotic. So firstly, we practice samadhi in this way and bring the mind to peace, and then we use that peace to contemplate uh, into the truth. And in our lives, we try to walk the middle way and have sense restraint throughout the day. Okay, so the next question. How do we practice satipatthana, foundations of mindfulness, in our daily activities? Thank you, Lumpur. So Lumpur Nan answered, in daily life, use one's uh, kamatana, one's meditation object, like a meditation word such as buddho, dhammo, sangho, or the five parts of the body, uh, kesa, loma, danta, naka, tacho, the hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth, and skin, uh, which is a common uh, meditation object for the monastics. And for the laity, they can use uh, buddho, dhammo, sangho, or recollect emptiness using the meditation word nibanang, nibanang, nibanang. And if one's mindfulness is not sufficient, then one can do the chant of itipiso and do this chant a lot. Have mindfulness with this chant and seek to be mindful in the present moment, to be in the present moment. And whatever posture one is in, sitting, standing, walking or lying down or moving about, uh, practice to have mindfulness with these postures. And whether one is thinking, uh, try to be mindful. And whether one's feeling pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral feelings, try to be aware of this as well. 
and teach the mind not to cling to any of these things. So do this all the time. Seek to speak little, to restrain one's senses. And this is something that uh, lay people are able to practice. Okay, so the next question. Lumpurnan spoke about kamatana, such as the contemplation of the body parts. During my sitting, I started contemplating on the hair of the head. To do so, I would have to deliberately think about the hair and related stories about the hair, at the same time noticing feelings and body sensations. My first question would be, is this the correct way to contemplate via thinking? My second question is, as thinking can go into many stories, do I have to keep the thinking related only to the hair of the head, relevant to beauty, ugly, useful, not useful? Any further guidance on this body contemplation would be appreciated. Thank you, Lumpur. So Lumpur not answered. So when one contemplates the hair of the head, uh, seek to be mindful, to mindfully recollect the hair of the head. And one can just recollect a single strand of the head hair. And one thinks that the blood in the body brings nourishment, brings food to this strand of hair uh, to make it grow and take care of it. And if one doesn't wash or uh, take care of this hair, then it becomes something uh, unclean and unattractive. And when the hair is no longer attached to the body, then it's something that no one wants. It's something uh, ugly or unclean. One can think if this uh, strand of hair fell into a a glass of clean water, uh, no one would want to drink that water. It would be considered something uh, dirty. And if the hair fell into a dish of food, then again, uh, no one would want to eat that food or they would consider that food to be uh, unclean. So one can ask oneself, so the same hair, when it's still attached to the head, uh, why is it beautiful when it's attached to the head? So contemplate in this way and bring mindfulness back to the hair continuously in this way. And one can do the same with uh, teeth or skin as I explained before in the Dhamma talks. It's something that's unclean. So one practices not to think about anything else but keep bringing the mind back to this meditation object and to recollect that these are things that are uh, unattractive and unclean. So initially one uses one's thinking uh, in this practice. Then when the mind becomes peaceful, one understands more clearly. So next question. How does one practice to avoid rebirth in lower realms and to ensure rebirth where one can practice Dhamma and finally get Nibbana? The thought of lower realms is very scary. Thank you. Mung Purnan answered, one sees the drawbacks of uh, bad karma, of negative karma. One sees that this negative karma leads to lower realms of existence. And one also recollects that this negative karma arises through our actions of body, speech, and mind. So we practice to have virtue, to have sila, to have sila uh, take care of our hearts, to not fall into the lower realms. So one uh, may think one's not sure if one um, has bad karma or is making bad karma. 
So continue to practice mindfulness, to practice samadhi, to give rise to this mindfulness and collectedness of mind. And whether one's experiencing uh, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, or whatever one's experience is, uh, train oneself to be mindful, to give rise to wisdom. One can recollect that one's faith in the Buddha and Dhamma and Sangha is firm and strong. So look at one's mind in the present moment. One is intent to practice the Dhamma. One's goal is to see the Dhamma. So one can think one's not sure if upon death one would go to a deva realm or not, but one, what one can be sure about, what can be clear to oneself in the present moment, is that one's heart is a deva in the present moment, is a heavenly being in the present moment. So if your intent in Dhamma practice in the present moment, then when you die, after you die, then this intention to practice Dhamma will, will be there all the same. So practice to um, relinquish evil, to do goodness and to make the mind pure and can, to continue on with your Dhamma practice. So next uh, question, last question. Greetings, Ajahn. How to cultivate mindfulness? I find that my mind is very distracted and it is difficult to cultivate mindfulness, which is, very, which is a very important factor for enlightenment. Uh, please give your guidance. Thank you. Mung Purnan answered, if we see the drawbacks in this busyness of mind, then we simultaneously see the value of the peaceful mind. And one can recollect that making the mind peaceful, this is something that one is capable of doing. And so one doesn't give up, one doesn't despair. This is something that is possible for one to achieve. If one is thinking a lot, has a very busy mind, then do a lot of chanting, really make an effort. Chant quickly, uh, chant very fast, and then the busyness of mind can uh, gradually decrease. If one continues uh, to make effort, then day by day the busyness of mind can gradually reduce each day, little bit by little bit. And then when the busyness of mind um, is low and decrease sufficiently, then peacefulness of mind can arise. So may you be intent and determined in this. This is something that you're capable of doing. So may you have effort to succeed in this. So that is the end of the questions and answers. So we'll continue meditating until 9.30. Yoja nang samatik da teng samtung kung.